Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation of Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your dearly listening host, Matt Soroka. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Soroka. Hey, Matt. How's it going? No, just fine. Just fine. Just fine. It's, fine. it's, all, it's always good when you do your intro to the show by looking away from the mic and moving away from the mic. Okay, I'm just adjusting. Yeah. I know we're not on video anymore, but I was like half, my face was half in the video screen, so I was adjusting. I know, that. we're not. I know. We're on video just for each other until we get closer to baseball season, if that ever happens. Uh, until then, I am. Ret- this is probably a good point to announce that I, too, am retiring from Section 336 in order to pursue a, a Twitch career. Ah, yes. You feel that your health would benefit and you could make more money going yeah. the Twitch route. Yeah. Yeah. The sad part is that's probably true for me because I'm not an NFL player. Yeah, the sad part is that's probably also true for this particular NFL player. <laughs> his health, his health, health would wise, yes. be better, and he could probably, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Uh, like, I have no for doubt some reason, that, Tom, that Tom Brady can retire and make more money than he was playing the game with his TB12 and all that nonsense. Like, I have no doubt he can make just as yeah. much, if not more money. I don't know about a guy like Marquise Brown. And by the way, Josh, you do you buy into these rumors with Marquise Brown? No, it's crap. Like, no one official has said it's just a bunch of random no, dudes it's, saying it. It's not even a bunch of random dudes. It's two random dudes that keep retweeting and trying to make this happen. And here's what I know Marquise Brown is 24 years old. Go talk to anyone from the age of 15 to 25. You know what they think? That it's easy to become a YouTube celebrity and make all this money. Yeah. Apparently, he already won, though, a, a real big Twitch tournament down in your neck of the woods in Florida and won a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. He won some, he won some streamer bowl playing Fortnite. Yeah. Um, but, okay. That doesn't mean you're a professional uh, gamer. I don't know. My students said I'd make money if I set up a TikTok account. I'm still waiting for that money. Right. I play Fortnite. I, I can win some Fortnite matches. It doesn't mean I can retire. And Like, I don't know. You talk to a high school kid now, and what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, for us, the dream was uh, like a baseball player or something. But we knew it wasn't realistic. The high schoolers and college-age kids now seriously believe that they can grow up to become a streamer or an influencer. Yeah. And, and I, I thought that was hogwash, Josh. I asked, uh, I was talking to my wife about this. No, it's true. About the, the nursing profession. She, there's been a bunch of nurses leaving the nursing profession, at least Emily's friends. A bunch have left. I said, Emily, where are they going? What, what are they doing? And multiple of them have turned into this kind of online nonsense, selling yeah. stuff online and but, and that nonsense and making a lot more money than they would in the nursing field. But are they making – hold on. But is it selling things online like the flipping stuff or is it exactly being an influencer? 
I don't know exactly what's happening here. I think it's like selling stuff online. Yeah, like going to Walmart and buying stuff and selling it online. I've dabbled with that. Yeah, I don't think that's exactly I, I, what's I happening. Picked up, but yeah. I picked something up this weekend to flip online. Okay. So, sure, you can do that. It's a lot of I hard work. I these. I just watched a documentary on it. On uh, It's not Lululemon. What's the documentaries out there on this company that got real big 10 years ago selling these tight Beanie pants, babies. the yoga pants. No, they're selling the yoga pants. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, it was a documentary I watched with my wife, fascinating. And then it turned out these were, it was like a pyramid scheme and these yeah. things, things weren't of high quality. But anyway, so I think it's more in that realm. So, so you think Marquise Brown is, um, I think this, and you know, what we do know is he did take down all his Raven stuff off social media. That part's true. Right, I but is, but isn't that that's something that football players do all the time if they're negotiating contracts or whatever? Yeah, I think this is. I think Lula this Rowe. is contract. Lula Rowe, yeah, that's it. Lula Rowe. That's what I was talking about. There's a good documentary on on one of those uh, streaming yeah. services. It's contract negotiation. It's I want yeah, it's more money. It's yeah. simple. Yeah, it's all. But 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 he is a brown. You yes. gotta always keep that in the back of your mind. He is and related to Antonio Brown. And he's a wide receiver. Brown yes. receivers have a, a better reputation for. And he came in with the nickname Hollywood. He came yeah. in already with the attitude. Yeah. Um, so, is it beyond the run possibility? No. Would I be surprised if it's true? At twenty-four, yes, I would be surprised. I would be surprised having one of his best seasons. Um, yeah, I would be surprised. I think he's got a lot of good people ahead of him. But can I ask you something? Yeah. They, I saw you. It's these same two people pushing the narrative online. They're the ones saying Hollywood Brown removed all his Raven stuff from Instagram. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Are we sure he just doesn't use Instagram and just hasn't posted anything in the past year? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't retweet it. I don't respond to it. Um, but I know it's out there. I'll wait till someone either in Marquise Brown's camp or someone official, an actual reporter, um, reports it before I acknowledge any of this nonsense. Yes. He has 12 posts on his Instagram. There's a good chance he doesn't use Instagram. Yeah. I know I've seen some Insta stories that were shared on Twitter from him, too. But yeah, from him, not know. Lamar? Um, yeah, all his workout videos. His workout videos were huge last offseason. He was always posting videos of throwing and lifting weights. I don't know. Um, Give me an actual reporter or someone that works for the Ravens or even a Ravens player, and I'll believe it over two knuckleheads. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, can you imagine, Josh, if they're wrong, breaking a report that turns out to be wrong? You would never do something so egregious. Uh, are, you talking, are you trying to flash back to eight years ago when we had uh, Josh Kuznick, Kuznick yeah. on the podcast yeah. tell us about talking a about fight that winter that, meetings between Dave Stewart broke out? Yeah, two yeah. winter, two agents fighting in the parking lot at a winter meeting. Yeah, that uh, we were told was false, but this guy, another who, Kuznick, who's an true. agent, tells yeah. us it was one hundred percent true, and he saw it himself. True. Yeah, so I still believe it's true, but it's yeah. not really a good story you went out there. Yeah, because it's also why would this guy make this story up? Yeah, about Marquise Brown. I don't know why I would make it up. Oh, I know why I'd make it up about Marquise Brown. He has like three. He has like two hundred Twitter followers. Yeah. Well, well, and like I'm sure, just like us, like I'm sure you heard it from somebody. No, I, I he didn't he hear it from it somebody. I, no, I, I think I'm, he I'm, made it up randomly. Okay. Maybe, I think I think he saw that Marquise Brown won this Fortnite contest last week, and then and then posted it. Yeah. Well, either way, I'm not I'm not losing sleep over it either way. Yeah, I mean. Okay. I mean, I'm losing sleep. I'm losing sleep for for other reasons. You know, I uh, think what? in this 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 MLB lockout, I was thinking about this. This is going to be like right now. It's insane to me that anyone has a child because this thing is three weeks old. Josh, beautiful Florida Beth, three weeks old, still doesn't sleep more than like three hours at a time. And and yeah. how why anyone would want to go. You know, only sleeping three hours at a time, it makes you insane. It makes you insane. And then, but eventually, like, you just forget. You forget how having a newborn is just, like, the worst experience of your life. 
and then you know you have another baby. I, I think this is how it's going to be with them. It'll be lockout. This is one of the worst experiences ever. Every news article we read is terrible, but I think in three years uh, we're going to forget about it. That, in three, that's what I think. I hope we forget about it in three months. Yeah, Josh. You know, like training. It's pictures and couches report today. Can't wait for the pictures of overweight people and beards. I always Google, you know, you know, Orioles and stuff before the show. Today I Googled just to see what the lay of the land. Yeah. I Googled MLB in the Google machine. Yeah. You know what the first thing that pops up was? What? MLB spring training and then a list of games. Yankees versus Orioles, Saturday, February 26, 105. Let's go. So. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's still on Google machine. So that means it still is happening. Right. I saw, yeah, and the latest thing I saw is that oh, baseball's going to make a offer on the next on the next CBA about more money for the minors, but it's going to be less minor league spots in order to balance it out. And then an hour later, oh, the players' associations already decided that they're going to reject this proposal. So it's like, how is it that they can have this conversation in the public eye of? Hey, let's leak that we're going to do this. Hey, let's leak that we're going to reject it. And they can't get in a room and actually do this. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't I'm even know so why. irritated. The recent debate has been over MLB, my, over the minor leaguers. I didn't even right. think they were part of the union and part and, and cover this ne- negotiation. So I don't know why we're wasting time ta- talking about it. And, yeah, I want the minor leaguers, leaguers to be paid more. And I don't want minor league positions to be removed because I think, like, when we lost Frederick, I think that sucks. And I don't want to lose other, other my, my, minor league teams. But I also think, like, let's just focus on the majors right now. Right. That's great. And then we well, here's the thing. The players are pushing. They want the minor leagues to hold 190 players. It's currently 180 players in the minors. Yeah. Baseball wants to keep it at 180. But well, lower they, want it slow, they want to slowly lower it down to 150 over the years. Yeah. Which, but, guess what? That's fine. You don't need all these minor league players. Baseball has made it clear that they don't want as many minor league teams out of the for example, the uh, Frederick Keys are gone. Yeah. They've gotten rid of teams. When you get rid of teams, it means you need less players. And I don't think we need 190 minor league players. I, I disagree with you there, Josh. I think it really hurts to get rid of Frederick Keys. I, I don't know if it hurts the It Orioles. doesn't hurt baseball or uh, the Orioles. It, it hurts yeah, Frederick. I think it doesn't hurt base, Orioles. I think it hurts baseball because I, my kids have a great experience going to minor league games. I think that's where kind of young people often fall in love with the game. I think that's where you can really get close to, to the game in a way you can't at Camden Yards. I think the more you remove, and removing one mile team is not going to make a difference, but the more you do this, the less opportunity there is for, but, you know, families to go to these games. Right, but you got to figure out the finances. The you got to figure out the finances. If you're paying the minor league players more, then it's going to cost more for your family to go. Yeah, that, so suddenly, yeah, that, if yeah, that money it's has to cheap, come somewhere. I it's get cheap it. to go to see games at Bowie because the players aren't making much money. So yeah. we can have less players at higher quality or more players. And I'd argue if you have less minor league players, it leaves some holes in towns that maybe should not Frederick, but maybe it opens up the window for teams to bring new baseball teams and baseball expansion in Nashville, in Montreal, where places where minor league teams are kind of filling the void for now, you could really move to major league baseball teams. And you got to remember attendance in baseball across the board is down. So you have to, the players want more money. It's got to come from somewhere. No, I, I, I agree. Like the problem is the, the, it all, it all comes back to money. And if, so one way is, is you can eliminate the number of minor league players, Another way you can just spread out the money you're spending more. So maybe spending less money at the major league level and spending more at the minor league level. I think the players would argue that the the, the players you know, the don't want that plenty of money, and that's right. well. This is why it becomes really complicated, right, for the players in the majors to argue for minor league player rights because it becomes really awkward because they, if, if yeah. you want them to get paid more, sorry, major league players, it's coming. It's going to be reducing. The minimum wage for a baseball player, so you can spend minor league players. It's going to be reducing well, the where, amount you spend in arbitration, so you can give more money to the minor leaguers. Like that's but that's where baseball from. players look silly because they're not they're not in reality. They're saying, uh, "Don't we we want to get rid of tanking? We want higher salaries. We want 
improved uh, um, housing for the minor leaguers. We want minor leagues to be paid more. We want more minor league players. We want bigger rosters in the majors. They want money, 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 and they're not giving. It's like, what are they? How how does this money function? How does any of these things that the minor, not one thing that the players are arguing for makes the game better? Yeah, again, I would and attracts more, more fans. Leaguers, I would argue that a better minor league product would make would is better for baseball. But I, I get what you're saying, and especially you know that point that's really to me like is you're arguing opposite. You're talking on two two sides of your mouth is. Wanting to get rid of the luxury cap or expand the luxury cap and also wanting to get rid of tanking. You know, if you, right. if you get rid of the luxury cap and allow teams to spend more, it means the Yankees and the Dodgers and the Red Sox will spend more. No, but the see, they think touching the they, luxury cap, no matter where you move it, you can move it anywhere no, you want. The order is not going to change their spending. Just the. Well, that's why, but that's why they're also want to do the, the no tanking because they want to increase the luxury tax and penalize teams for not trying to hit that luxury tax. Right, because that's so the they, thing their goal is to make everyone spend as much money as possible. Right, and that becomes right, and and, and you understand that because from a player's perspective, that would mean more contracts, more people getting paid, um, and so you get it for, from their perspective. Part of this also reminds me of if I can. I don't want to talk politics and turn all our fans off, but you know there was this this proposal. The uh, what was it? The build back, not build back better. Is that build back better? The, uh, yeah, build back better. Not the one for the infrastructure, but for the one for the people. Uh, the build back better plan for the, for the people. And the problem and the and the thing that got complicated with this whole thing is there was a million bills in there. A lot of them I personally agreed with. But there was no way to get everyone to agree with the million bills in this plan. Right. And that's, I feel like, with the same way with baseball. Like, you're trying to do one million things in one negotiation. Yes. And, like, you just sometimes – so, for example, in this, you know, in this in this Build Back Better plan, like, one of the things is, is getting rid of uh, maybe the cost of college or something. And sometimes you have to say, hey, listen <laughs> – Maybe, you know, we're not ready to get rid of the whole cost of college. Maybe we can just do something about interest rates so people aren't spending such high interest rates, reduce or eliminate the interest rate, but they'll still pay the college loan. It's called, it's called a compromise on one little deal. And the problem right. is you're, you see both sides trying to, I feel like, trying to move, do 10, 20 things and being unwilling to just, hey, let's sit down and solve one problem and compromise on it. Uh, well, with the exception being, they did get two things done. This yeah, past and that's week. and Manfred is like running a victory lap because they word of mouth agreed to the DH and uh, what was the other thing? The the for the the draft lottery. Oh yeah, the the well to well, not the draft. They didn't agree on the draft lottery. They did. They, they on the DH and a lottery for the draft. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I didn't see the draft lottery this year. I don't know if that affects the Orioles this year, the number one pick. All right. But, but that is, yeah, that's what they agreed to that. All in, right. In the but, but again, that's okay. But that, but that didn't bring baseball back. Manfred, go out there and talk in the microphone when you make a deal. Because right now, you are he leading a league. Last he spoke that there would be spring training and, yeah. uh, and baseball. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Spring yeah, training starts time. tomorrow. Yeah. Great. Manfred needs to go back to his I don't I do not understand. We're in the, in the middle of a, of a pandemic and all of us have learned how to work. We all worked with Zoom, we all worked, we had company meetings, everyone worked from home. All these normal businesses learned how to function. And MLB cannot have a meeting, one meeting. Do they not have a Zoom account? It's free for 45 minutes. You guys walk out of the room in 45 minutes anyway, you could go ahead and use the free account. Yep. I don't, yeah, I don't understand yeah, I really why don't you meet every single day and say, hey, guys, we're missing spring training. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Guys, we got to get this done if we want to have a baseball season. If we don't have a baseball season, if the baseball season's delayed, it hurts everyone and kills the, really kills the game of baseball. Yeah. And that's Especially thing. now that football season's over. We were all distracted by football. Yeah. Now it gets ugly. Yeah, and and I, and I feel like I'm one of those guys that I understand both sides. I get the MLB, I mean MLB side. I get the owner side. I get the player side. Right. And I like them. But 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 what what I don't understand 
is, is what you said, Josh. It feels like no one is really panicking here. It feels like no one, like I want, put a pot of coffee on, no one leave the Zoom call. Everyone's here. No one's allowed to leave. Lock the door. And we were saying this a month ago that, that this should be happening, two months ago. Now it's like beyond the point, and it's still like we, we'll respond on Saturday. We heard your response. We're going to meet and talk about it, and we'll think about putting up with a response on Wednesday. And, like, yes. I don't understand this back and forth days exchange. Well, he- lock the door. Talk, 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 talk until, until until you get somewhere. Well, here's what we got. We knew for years the the CBA expired December second. On December second, all that work that they could have done to plan to negotiate, instead they put it into how do we lock out the players. So they locked out the players on December second. They did not meet until January thirteenth. January thirteenth. Manfred said they're going to uh, jumpstart negotiations. Which that was even the, whole, though it, the point of the lockout was to right. get the negotiations started, right? Isn't that so what the lockout to that say, was, okay? That was six weeks. Six yeah. weeks from the lockout until their first meeting, yeah. which was January 13th. Then January 24th and 25th, they met again. So 11 days later. Then they met for 90 minutes on February 1st. On February 3rd, no meeting, but they requested a mediator. On February 4th, the player said no. On February 10th, Manfred did his, did his press conference yeah, where he week. was all optimistic. Yeah. We haven't had another meeting since then. And I don't think any meeting it? has lasted more than like an hour. I think if you combine all their meeting time, it would last like five hours. Yeah. I think the longest one was that 90-minute meeting. Yeah. Remember the first one was what, 11 minutes? Yeah. That's what it feels like. It feels like no one's trying. It like no, one, trying. no one is trying. You're right. They continue to trade. It says the current status is they continue to trade proposals until an agreement can be reached. But the problem is these proposals aren't like coming, you know, within hours. They're coming They're, within weeks. And so it's like it's like they don't know that technology exists. They're writing out their proposal on paper and mailing it to them. And then four, five, six days later. The players get it in the mail, open it up, read it, then write a letter back and mail it. It's like the old love stories that you read about from, like, before technology yeah. and old long pen pals. Yeah. It's not business partners. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And it's not that complicated that you need lawyers to sit there and look at it for multiple days. Like, we're not even at that point yet. Like, we're just talking right. about numbers here. And the fact that it takes so many days, and I get you got 30 owners and you got the whole, you know, players union, but this is why you have leaders in those parties to like, you know, <laughs> sit there and negotiate. And then when you're all ready, then you can take about the owners and you can kind of get their approval. But we're not even at that. We're not even at that the, point yet. It's just, it's, it's so on both sides, right. there's, where is the urgency? The Super Bowl was Sunday. When the Super Bowl ends, what do we, what do we, what do we always tweet the next day? Spring training. Countdown to baseball season. Yeah. Spring training in 15 days. Two weeks to spring training. Pitchers and catchers. Are right now, yeah. for you and I, we've known for two months how stupid baseball has been about this whole thing. Right now, the normal person knows. Everyone now knows baseball is screwing this up. It yeah. doesn't matter whether it's the players or the owners. The game of baseball is hurt by now. Yeah. There's still people. What is it? You watch. We'll get to Super. We'll talk Super Bowl and stuff. But yeah, you watch. Talk on that. Oh, you look at anything uh, posted about the Super Bowl by like a local news or whatever, and there's always a comment by someone saying, "Oh, I stopped watching the NFL years ago when they put the Black Lives Matters on it," or "I watched it. Year, I stopped years ago when the Ka- Ravens Kaepernick. took a knee." Yeah. Or and Kaepernick. People are fed up on that. Every day this goes on, you're going to have. Baseball fans that stopped watching and saying, I stopped watching baseball when they couldn't figure it out about the money. When it was billionaires versus millionaires. Yeah. You're losing fans every single day. By, by the way, the whole thing with the NFL, though, is fake news. The Super Bowl rating got a huge number. Like that's, Oh, I know. It's fake there's news. There's billions of people still watching. But, those, yeah. I mean, the baseball does have a serious problem with attendance and with ratings. Yes. Yes. Um, that that NFL does not, and it's um, no. And you know what? You want to blame speed of the game. 
it's not speed of the game. Football does an amazing job marketing their players. And I'll never understand how I know what all these football players look like. I know their personalities when they're in shoulder pads and helmets when they play their sport. Baseball players are wearing baseball caps and shirts, yet the, yet baseball does not market their players. How is it that I can see a bunch of cartoon characters running around in a commercial of NFL players and get excited because I know which players they represent, yet baseball players have maybe, maybe I can name someone on one player on every team at best, and that's as a diehard baseball fan. Baseball does not do enough to market itself and its players like football does. And something like this is just killing the game even more. Yeah, I agree. I agree. At least at least this week, uh, at least today, we got a little break from all the lockout news because there was another baseball story about um, <laughs> Matt oh, Harvey today. at the Tyler Skaggs trial, the death of Tyler Skaggs. Oh, right. Yeah, so Talk Matt Harvey killed Skaggs. Is that what I heard? What's that? Because he killed Skaggs, right? No, but he was he was part. I guess I mean he was he was part of it. I guess he was somehow he gave him some drugs. His supplier, yeah, the guy who supplied him also supplied Skaggs with yeah. with oxycodone, and um, and then it was also revealed that Matt Harvey said when he was with the Angels he was also doing cocaine. By the way, <laughs> that that also came out. Uh, just a little um, cocaine. <laughs> who, so, who in LA isn't doing cocaine? Yeah. So so anyway. It, it Matt, also, like, can if I, you don't need can I point just, out that Matt Matt Harvey does not look like the type of guy to do cocaine? Yeah, no, but he even going back to the Mets and the Reds, he had a reputation as a partier, um, yeah, if right. not a cocaine user. But but it, it points out right that there is in, in the interview they talk about the prevalence of Tylenol and oxycodone and these pain killing drugs in Major League Baseball. So even like this story, let's take a break from the lockout to talk about the drug problem that baseball has. So, so that, that that was a nice story uh, yeah. today. No, so even yeah, I mean, with that, I, I still, I, I hope Matt Harvey's clean now. It said kind of the Tyler Skaggs thing shook him up. Um, and I, I hope he's clean. And I, I actually, I hope he comes back with the Orioles next year. Well, and the truth is baseball doesn't have a drug problem. America has a drug problem. Well, there's truth in that too, yeah. So, and baseball is going to be like any other thing. You grab a huge group of people across the country, you're going to find people with drug problems. Yeah, but specifically in such a strenuous sport where your body is kind of goes through a lot, I think painkillers become an even yes. bigger issue. Of course, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I'm sure that's prevalent in football as well. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't even know. You really haven't heard about that a lot, but I'm, I'm sure it is. No. But, yeah, either way, baseball's killing itself. And it's very fr- – as a baseball fan, it's extremely frustrating. Hey, you think uh, if this lockout continues, Josh, does this – compared to other teams, like neutral effect, greater effect, lesser effect, how does this, this affect the Baltimore Orioles? Are they more affected by a lockout than other teams because of rebuilding or, or not so because they stink anyway? How, does this affect the Orioles more or less than other yeah, teams? It, yeah, it affects the Orioles. But more um, or less than other teams. I don't know. It's that's, I don't know. You know I mean, in some ways, sure, it affects them. Because, sorry, I want a full spring training. If I want Grayson Rodriguez to have a shot to hit the opening day roster, if I want Adley Rushman there on opening day, I need all of spring training to get them ready. But To get them to see what they got. But my, my, my league seasons won't be affected by any of this. Right, but, they're not, but if you want to bring them to the big leagues, you need them in big league camp. To get them, yeah, you if, want, if you no want the big, big league coaches no, around them. Yeah, I guess. But if there's no big leagues, you don't have to worry about bringing them. <laughs> yeah, but I don't no know how that works. Can I have my big league coaches show up to the minor league uh, spring training? <laughs> and sure you can watch all the tape. I don't know. And why didn't I just then start spring training camp today? Spring training camp starts in a couple more weeks because their seasons normally start later. That means that you're going to have – Grayson Rodriguez, Adley Rushman, not show up in Sarasota today, but show up in Sarasota in three weeks. When yeah, sure. So that means that, mean, that means you're not seeing them on opening day. So you're getting a couple weeks less of them. Yeah. And yeah, I think it lessens the chance. Totally. If opening day somehow miraculously still starts on time, it lessens the chance of seeing these young players who 
are not in the 40 man, but kind of need to prove themselves in spring training or whatever. Yeah. I was, for some reason, I was feeling good after last week's show. And right after the show, I booked my flights for opening day. Yeah, I don't know look, what I was thinking. You look like a fool for that now. Now I look like a fool. And they're booked, and I'm, I'm ready to go. I bought tickets. Yeah. But baseball's so irritating. What would you put the percentage chance of opening day happening still on March 31st for the Orioles? <sighs> Give me a percentage chance. You're talking 45 days, short in spring training. If they can get it settled, I've always said March 1st is the deadline. March 1st is the deadline for opening day. Still two, we- two weeks to do that. Yeah. So we got two weeks. Right now they're negotiating every two weeks for 30 minutes. Yeah. So I don't know. At this rate, 0%. Zero percent. You think there's zero percent? We start at the rate at the rate that they're going right now. Zero percent. Okay. The rate the rate of these negotiations has to increase. Oh, they see. have to get to something. You're you're giving a percent like they do on these uh, NFL apps where the score is twenty to zero. Oh, this yeah. team has a five percent chance to win. Then all of a sudden that team goes on a fourteen run. At, now they at have a four percent chance to win. Yeah. At this point, this is live betting. Yeah. This is live betting. And you know what? If you want to get your money in, now's the time to put your money on no season. Yeah, you could probably get uh, – well, you could probably get for starting on time. What are the odds right now of starting on time? I, w- I would say the plus 500 to start on time right now or something crazy like that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Is that on my bookie? I got to go check now. I don't think, I don't think it is. But now, I don't know why it wouldn't be. They need something now that football is over. Yeah, poor, poor my bookie. Um, they got the NBA and college basketball. Let's see. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm sure they made a ton of money at the Super Bowl. But, but, but yeah, it's going to be – I mean, I would put it probably at like 10% that we start on time just because it feels like – I guess the DH and the draft lottery is encouraging. But outside of that, it feels like they're not even getting closer, right? It feels like with these with these discussions, whether it's minor league players or whether it's arbitration money or whether it's minimum salary – but luxury tax, it's not even that like they're slowly getting closer. It's like it's almost like they're, they're kind of either staying the same distance or moving further apart. And so that's why I think it's, it's – yeah. and they're not making a good faith effort to negotiate as we talked about. So I, that's why I put it at 10%. I think it's yeah. unlikely at this point. And I went – that's why I'm sticking with my 0% for this week. All right, fine. Um, speaking of my bookie, I know there's – hold on. Chance of MLB opening day on time. Um, I'm going to see if anyone's holding this. Hodge point to 2022 opening day delayed. Yeah, I would say it's probably what? I would say it's close to even delayed. Uh, delayed. Not on my bookie, but while I'm over on my bookie, they do have their 2022 uh, odds to win the division. Oh, MLB divisions. MLB divisions. Okay, yeah. All right, so I, I mean, it's good. the AL East is interesting, right? Because you could make an argument, I think, for certainly for the the, the Yankees. I guess would be the favorite, I'd imagine. Um, and then, but the Rays, the Blue Jays, the Red Sox. I think you could make an argument for all those teams. Yeah, I, I well, be, I bet I get a nice return. I'll tell you, the, the Orioles have a twenty-four thousand, a plus twenty-four thousand to win the World Series. Twenty-four hundred. Twenty-four thousand. Okay, <laughs> twenty-four thousand to win the Three division. Yeah, to win the division, oh, it is. Oh, thir- oh, that, oh, that, oh that, that's a that was World Series. Okay, okay. okay. To win the division, it is plus thirteen thousand. Okay, which means if you put up uh, ten dollars, you win thirteen hundred bucks. Yeah, that's not, not a bad return on your investment. But yeah, I think I'll reality, put five hundred on. You I'm gonna put five hundred on the Orioles to win the division. Yeah, because then I'll win sixty five thousand dollars. Yeah, or you could just take five hundred dollars and flush it down the toilet. The result will be the same. Ah, <laughs> uh, you never know. You never know. No, I, I do know Josh. They will not win the division this year. I do know that actually, unless there's a shortened season and then you only play like fifty games and anything can happen in fifty games. I guess. <laughs> Maybe you're hoping for that. Uh, Maybe so. Take take that money, Josh, and put it on the Ravens to win the Super Bowl next year. That that money would be better spent. The Orioles win the division. All right, let's see. Twenty twenty three Super Bowl odds to win. I bet. I bet the Ravens are like plus one thousand or something. If it's higher odds than that, you're hating Lamar Jackson. I mean, the favorites next year have to be. I'm sure the Chiefs again. The Ravens are plus seventeen fifty. 
So that oh, 500 really? would win you 8,750. That's not a bad bet. Yeah, that's disrespectful. Yeah, the um, uh, the Bills and the, the Chiefs Bills and the Chiefs are the, are the favorites. favorites. The Rams are plus 920 in third, which I would find. I I think the Rams are gonna uh, with what's his name retiring. The Rams are gonna be falling apart. Aaron Donald is it for sure? Aaron retiring? Donald. Yeah, he said he's retiring if they win, and they won. Yeah, but he didn't say that after the game. He said that before the game. You never know. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think you're just giving respect to the team that was already there. Um, but I would, I, I mean, I would imagine Green Bay is up there near the top two, right? Um, assuming Aaron Rodgers yeah. comes back, I guess that's the wild card. Yeah, and I guess, yeah, I guess the Bucks fall off now with without yeah. Tom Brady. Who has but better odds to win Super Bowl next year, um, the Bengals or the Ravens? Well, the Bengals are in fourth since they were just at the Super Bowl. And everyone loves Burroughs, even though he's hurt himself again. And the Ravens would be in 10th. Yeah. Ninth. 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 Doesn't that seem a little low to you? I mean, they, here's, they, the teams, here's the teams above the Ravens. Yeah. Bills. Chiefs. Yes, Rams, I buy those. But, but Bengals. Both those teams, I buy that. Yeah. I buy Bills and Chiefs. I don't really buy Rams and Bengals. I don't buy the Rams and Bengals either. We but they were there this year, so they're, they're being respectful. Yeah. Uh, 49ers. No way. Packers. Yes. With Cowboys. The no, Cowboys? Yeah. Get out. No. Then tied with the Ravens are the Titans, the Ravens, and the Broncos. The Broncos? Broncos seem the odd man there. Titans I can understand. They had an interesting the season. Yeah, they, they had a very good injury. season. A lot of injuries yeah. just like the Ravens. I can see that there. Yeah. No, that's I'm, – I'm going and putting some money on the Ravens after we talk about this because that's, that, that's ridiculous. We're, we're post-Super Bowl. The MLB is locked out. So we're going to sit here and talk about my bookie odds yeah, while hey. we don't have a my bookie sponsorship. What, what, what is your thoughts on the – do you have thoughts on the Super Bowl, Josh? I have a few things in relation to just the Ravens and um, general thoughts. But yeah, what, I what think the, Super Bowl? the Rams did exactly what the Rams were supposed to do. They went out. They spent money. They won, their, they won the Super Bowl. When it, when it pays off, when you sign a bunch of free agents, when you get rid of all your draft picks, as long as you win, it's all good. Yeah. There's a lot of teams out there that use all their draft picks and keep going young, 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 but they're not in the Super Bowl. Yeah. The Rams did it. They got in the Super Bowl. They took Stafford. I like Matt Stafford. I like that they brought, said, we're not going to invest in a young quarterback. We're going to bring a guy that knows how to throw the ball, and we'll just build around them. Yep. We don't need a superstar. Yeah. So I like that. I like at, the Rams. At quarterback, they have two superstars, one on offense, one on defense, but yes. not a quarterback. Not a quarterback. Yeah. And then on the other side of the ball, I'm so over Burroughs. And I am, all these people that say he's the next Tom Brady, Tom Brady doesn't get hurt every season. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady also doesn't get sacked seven times <laughs> a game. Yeah, exactly. Like 12, a dozen times. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that my first takeaway was super impressed. I was just thinking about this, about the Bengals, just super impressed by Joe Burr and the Bengals that you could have no offensive line, lead the league in sacks, and still be as successful as you did. And they saw that one that last play in the game where the Bengals um, could have converted and didn't. If the, he didn't, if Burrows had like another two seconds, um, Jamar Chase was yeah. wide open because Jalen Ramsey had fallen down, which was kind of their season in a nutshell. Where if Burrow had any kind of time. Oh, like he, yeah. he would have been great. The fact, the way to beat the Bengals is not hard. You just sack them over and over and right. over again. So Jamar Chase doesn't have a chance to, to get open. Um, and, yeah, so I thought the there Bengals was, made as far as they did without an offensive line. Yeah, I thought it was also interesting that it's not just the Ravens that, have, that make stupid play calls. There were just some stupid play calls throughout the game. Like a fourth and one, and you don't try to just run it up the middle. Yeah. You try to pass it when you get sacked. Um, and also the refs were really quiet in that game until the very end. And then it was like, are they trying to help out LA? Yeah. I thought they caught actually a pretty good game. I mean, I thought, I mean, the one they missed egregiously was on the first touchdown catch by the Bengals where the guy right. face masked, did a yeah. face mask on the, on the St. Louis defender. Um, but they were, I mean, 
Cooper Cup gets mugged out there almost every play. It seems like they grab yeah. his jersey they're, uh, because he, he's good. And it's just, you got to mug him to, and it's weird though, and, that they feel like they weren't calling that early in the game, but they call it at the end of the game. I agree. It was kind of And how impressive was that one handed catch? Yeah. Where uh, the guy, he's getting knocked down and catches it and gets up and runs. Yeah. 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 Um, but, but no, my thoughts outside of that were you also look at the Bengals and the Rams. What do they have in common? And especially Cincinnati that the Ravens didn't have this year. Injury free. Injury free. Like, you, you could say, well, Joe Bergen injury. Yeah. I mean, he, he played the whole season. Jamar Chase played the whole season. Like, they had very few injuries. Um, and again, with the Rams, they had a couple more injuries, but all their stars remained healthy throughout the whole mm-hmm. season. So I think the yeah. NFL, more than any other sport, comes down to like who's not hurt. Health. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah and, health, health. and healthy teams tend to go far and hurt teams don't. That's just the way it is. Yeah, I understand. Um, and speaking of the Bengals and how you beat them by by getting to Burroughs, it seems to me that if I were the Ravens, like the one thing I feel like I really need, and I know they don't grow on trees, I know you just can't pick yeah. up Aaron Donald, but it's a, a pass rush. changing pass rusher yeah, 100%. can make all the difference in the world. I would, because you can't run around. I don't care how good Humphrey is. You can't run around with Jamar Chase for 10 seconds. Right. Like You need to get to Burrow. That's yeah. the way to beat him. Yeah, I agree. And I don't know anything about the draft class this year, but you would hope that's where they go is pass rush. Josh, you, you haven't done any uh, mock no. drafts for the Ravens yet this year? No. No, okay. I won't. And you know what? I never will. Okay. So I don't know how you know I don't believe in mock drafts. No. Well, if we're still in the lockout during that time, maybe. (laughs) Maybe if we don't have baseball news to talk about. But I feel like a few Um, years ago we we started the Ravens started to kind of design their teams. First of all, we tried the past couple years we tried to mimic Kansas City with a fast offense and speedy receivers. But then like before that, I felt like we were always trying to like draft to like play the Steelers, right? Like, yeah. let's so now let's Steelers focus the on the Bengals. Yeah, and, and now I feel like it's kind of shifted to okay, what do we need to beat the Bengals? And I think it's pass rusher right. um, yep. because they, you know, they were the most impressive team against us this year. Were the Bengals? Now the record wasn't amazing, and we almost beat the Rams. And so I feel like. Like I feel like yeah, we almost beat the Super Bowl champs. It's <laughs> That's true, what you're though. doing right now. It's we almost true, beat though. the Rams. I, I, like I feel like we are, we aren't that like just everyone coming back healthy. I feel like we can stand toe to toe with the Rams. We got no destroyed addition. twice by the Bengals. Right. Twice. Right. Right. <laughs> and the second twice. time, I forget, I forget the first time. The second time, was, first one was like forty-five to something. Yeah, and the second time, you literally could not name a single player in our secondary. That is and, true. And Lamar Jackson was also not playing. So, okay. Yep. Good point. So, health. Comes health. down to health. Um, I think it does. I health, think it does. Health was also on display during the halftime show. What do you mean? <laughs> well, yeah, it's a bunch of 15, 60, 50-year-old men up there rapping like they're 20 years old. Yeah. And tell you what, Josh, makes us feel pretty good about us old people, right? Us uh, old it was, folks. It was pretty the, good today. Feeling pretty good. It was good. the first time. That I can remember a in a while a halftime show where I knew all the songs. Yeah, it's one like there's that funny joke joke going around saying finally they have something for us young people, and then <laughs> right. you realize oh crap wait a minute <laughs> they don't right it's another right. Show for old people it's just Eminem's forty nine years old yeah. he's wearing the, he's wearing that hoodie and baseball cap to cover the gray yeah Snoop Dogg's fifty people don't, don't, don't. right the, the only the only reality check we all had in that was Fifty Cent looking like like two two Fifty Cent. Yeah, yeah, he looked pretty, pretty swole. So, uh, but yeah, it was everyone. It was funny going to Facebook. You know, a lot of my Facebook followers are friends yeah. who are my age, just and they loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved, 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 loved. They felt like they were back in high school. So, I, I thought, I thought the music was good for the halftime show, but the choreography and whatever was boring. There was no moving. There was no flashing lights. I get that. It's like no one dropped four, down the tiger. Right. I get that it's 4 o'clock in L.A., so you can't, like, shut all the lights off and let Beyonce cut the power and stuff. But the only person that even hung on anything was 50 Cent, was lowered down yeah, upside from down. four feet. I, which is more kind of weird, but yeah. Like, <laughs> it, was more like, it was more like, oh, that guy looks like 50 Cent. Oh, it is. <laughs> it wasn't even, like, a cool effect. It was just, like, there he is hanging upside down. It wasn't no, even, like, more, more, of it was like it was more of it was like, oh, he used to be able to sit, hang in sit-ups. 
Now yeah. there's now it's three guys helping him get down. Yeah, it took at least three guys to get <laughs> yeah. him down there like that. So um, again, it's just weird. But yeah, and it's fun. It's fun to hear those songs again. It was yeah. fun to see, like, yeah. And it, but you're right. Facebook was fun seeing older people say, "I don't understand this. I need closed caption in." And younger people saying, "Finally, a good halftime show." Yeah. And then WBAL today. <laughs> WBAL, and yeah. it's all about Eminem taking a knee. No, it's actually about is hip hop really good for young to show to young people? Is this a good example for young people? They they rap about drugs and violence. Is this really what uh-huh. we want young people hearing today? All right. So that, that was and I understand and I, I do understand their argument there about about Snoop Dogg and his track record and then putting them up in front. I understand that. But that's more as a culture, I don't understand how Snoop Dogg has became this like uh everyone loves Snoop Dogg. He's he's on the side, he's cooking with Martha Stewart. <laughs> exactly. Like, he's that's what I mean. Icon. Like he, I don't understand how he became a cultural icon with yeah. that bad backstory and it doesn't matter he can still go and like put out the same music and put out continue to put out politically incorrect stuff yeah and he still gets praised to the front and still probably be welcome to your kid's party (laughs) because he's just like he's like you know what he is he is the willie nelson of like hip-hop yeah where it's just everyone just accepts him as he is we still love him yeah so he's one of those rare creatures who can kind of transcend yeah, particular art and go into right. So it's like I get the argument, but I also know it's too late for that. We've accepted him as this icon. I also know that that's not like that's not special to hip hop. Like who was the guy who performed last year? Oh no, it's not special to hip hop. His lyrics is being inappropriate too. Like, and it's not oh, and it's not special to pop. Everyone in pop is his is clean and yeah, get out of here. Right, right, sure. Well, that's that's the whole. Why are we? Why do you ever expect someone, because they are famous, to be a role model? Right. There's there's not a whole lot of role models in the world. Right. That's why they call them role models. Right. Right. It's people you want to aspire to be. You don't want to aspire to be everyone. Right. It's the same argument again about athletes, right? Athletes signed up to play football, didn't sign up to be role models, and yet um, society has kind of forced forced them in there. Yeah. Yep. But... Right. Commercials? You all right with the commercials? Yeah, to be honest, I'm at the stage in life, Josh, where like I didn't watch a ton of commercials. I was running around, putting kids to bed. I was cleaning up the house. I was more focused on the game. I saw a few commercials. I, I'm always like love the commercials. I think they're always great. I, I'm very like I'm not critical at all. The commercials I think they're always great. I don't understand people who are critical of commercials. Like the commercials because you i think the problem is people get their expectations up like they, they expect to like have an episode of the office when they watch right. the commercials like dude right. it's just commercials like i think sometimes the expectations are a little bit out of whack. Yeah. yeah i agree and plus it's commercials they're commercials are boring no one's going to cut these push the edges or anything in tv anymore I, they're I, not I, doing it in tv shows they're definitely not doing it in uh Commercials. Yeah, I gotta go back and watch some that people thought were the favorites. I did. There was a couple that I was sitting on for that I liked. I like the Larry so, David commercial just because I love Larry David. And that's um, like, yeah, and that's like I like the Cable Guy commercial because yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, so it's cool to see that character back. I thought the Pringles commercial was kind of funny when they got the Pringles stuck in his arm and he went through life with the Pringles stuck in I his hand. I didn't see that. Okay, because he was sticking his hand to get the last Pringle at the end of the bottle and got stuck there. And okay, he went like, through life with that and delivered babies and got married all with the Pringles on his arm. Okay. Funny. Sure. But yeah. But. It's commercials. Movies look cool. There's some cool movies upcoming to see. Yeah, the Jurassic Park previews look pretty cool. Yeah, that looked neat. Looked like a million different things going on in that movie, but looked yeah. cool. Yeah. And then you don't like Marvel stuff, but that do- but the Doctor Strange trailer looked pretty cool, too. Yeah, that didn't do anything for me, but I know people like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> this has been a lame week for sporting news. Yeah. Hey, this past week I got a chance to travel to Jacksonville, Alabama. Oh, Jacksonville. It's coming down this way. Yeah. Alabama. Uh, different Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah. And it was uh, it was interesting. I tell you what, my uh, and it, it's kind of fun because I'm applying for some some college teaching jobs, and it's kind of nice to be courted a little bit. Like you know, they they pay for the flight. 
By, by the way, Josh, have you ever been in this situation where you had a company um, that you don't work yes. for pay for a flight and stuff and a hotel or whatever? Yes. Yes. Here, here's what I want to know. Um, how much, how comfortable do you feel like clicking the extra bo- boxes on these things? Like with a flight, do, do you, if you're doing American Airlines, do you click for the extra leg room, uh, that ticket? If you're doing, you know, do, do you do, I'm not going to say go first class with it, but do you do the extra stuff to sneak um, it in there when you can with these trips? All that was booked for me, so I wasn't able, they didn't let me check it in, click it in. Uh, but yeah, you're going to colleges, and I know how much colleges charge, so I would check every box. Yeah. Like for my rental car, I never get anything except for, I never check any box. There's a lot of like optional things with a rental car, you know? And I well, normally just, just what level? Ignore them all. Yeah, and what right. level? This time, I did, I did like just mid size level. I didn't do small house, I went like mid size. But you then didn't I checked all the boxes for like in all kinds of insurances. I didn't know what I was checking, I just checked them. And so I got. Well, that's more of you've never rented a car before, so you didn't know what you were doing. Well, and also, if I was paying, I would just not check anything. An extra ten dollars, fifteen dollars, whatever I want to check. Right. But you know, they're they're paying. I checked it all, uh, except for the hey, serious radio because I don't know, really know how that works. <laughs> way to splurge! Way, yeah. way to splurge with someone else. I saw they got you a nice gift basket and everything. Yeah, inspired you to get back on TikTok. Yeah, with, with t- talking about my uh, Cracker Jacks, um, but. Yeah, the, the gift basket. Some of the things were nice in there. Some of them were like, they gave me like a big foam pencil. What, what am I going to do with a big foam pencil? I, 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 I don't do know. nothing with a big a pair of sunglasses, like a pair of like real large sunglasses. Like, what you, it's just like clear, 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 clearly they were emptying out their closet of like JSU stuff that they were just kind of getting rid of. Right, it's just the fun stuff. But do, Try to say, hey, you, we're a fun school. Do you know? Um, and I don't know if I'm going to get the job there, or even accept if they offer to me. But do do you know what my favorite thing about if I were to live in Jacksonville State or Jacksonville, Alabama? Do you know what my favorite thing would be? Of Jacksonville, Alabama? Yeah. Um, uh, maybe church chimes because it's a small town. Close. Josh, what is it? It's, it's, there, there, there's a time difference. It's it's an, <laughs> it's an hour back. Just, it's an hour back. Oh, you know how much I want like football an hour earlier. That's awesome. I know the Oriole games would end at nine o'clock. How that's that amazing. Me? It would be awesome. That's that's yeah. my dream in life. If Orioles games go six to nine instead of like, seven to ten, so I can go to like, bed at these now. This is man, that Super Bowl started at three thirty in L.A. That sounded wonderful. I know. Super Bowl on Sunday, I'd be be, I'll be in bed by nine thirty on Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday if I live. That's Sunday. amazing. So, so that, that is my great. Favorite thing about it. I went on a trip this weekend, too. And I also, I don't understand the map or how time changes work either, Josh, because Alabama is an hour difference, yet I'm going to Michigan this weekend, and there's no time change in Michigan. I, just, I don't understand <laughs> yeah, because, how maps work. I, I don't know how. Me Michigan is more I – don't, I don't have a map in front of me. I'm going to embarrass myself. I just feel like Michigan is more west than, than Alabama, but maybe I'm wrong here. No, because it depends what part of Michigan, because doesn't Michigan have, like, it's the glove, so isn't the thumb. Yeah, yeah I out? think I'm on the, I'm on the, uh, I'm not on the thumb part, I'm on the, the index finger, I think. Of the, <laughs> on the index finger? Yeah, the index right the finger, the index finger kind of lines up with Alabama. Okay. So I bet that Jacksonville, Alabama. Are you saying was, that you have a map in front of you? How do you know that Michigan, the index finger Michigan lines <laughs> up with Alabama? I think it does. Okay, I feel like it's further west, but maybe I'm wrong here. I I bet that where Jack I, I bet that not recently. I bet that let's see. Hold on, now you got me. Well, I bet that Jackson, uh, Mississippi, uh, Jacksonville, Mississippi, Alabama, Jacksonville, Alabama. Oh, Alabama! I was thinking Mississippi. Where's Alabama? It's right next to Georgia. I flew into Atlanta. I'll tell you where I was at. I flew into Atlanta. In Georgia, and just drove right. over, so it's right on the border of Alabama too. All right, here's the here's the deal. Time zones are screwy and make no sense. Do you have a fire alarm going off, or do you have a kid screaming? No, it's a it's a ambulance just drove by. Okay, All right. it was loud. All Arnold, right, Arnold, things go down. Yeah, I just pulled up U.S. time zone map. It makes no sense. It's not a straight line. I thought it's just straight up and down. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. It's not. It's it's all of Georgia. It's half of Tennessee, half of Kentucky, all of Ohio stays east, but then, like, part of Indiana. But then there's this little nook 
in the top left of Indiana that's for some reason on the central time and Michigan's all east. It makes no sense. I didn't even know part of Florida is in the uh, whatever central time. Oh, really? It, it makes no sense. When you look at the map, nothing is straight. Because when I crossed over to Alabama, it's like I, I the clock went back or whatever. But, but. Yeah. Because yeah. you went from Georgia to Alabama. Yeah. All of Georgia is one coast. Alabama is another. Right. No. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. I, see. I don't know. Everyone listening should Google a time zone map because it's hard to explain, but it makes no sense when you look at it. You might as well. There's some gerrymandering going on in these time zones. Yeah. I don't know how they come up no. with that. But anyway. I, I uh, went on a trip this weekend, too. Okay. Where did you go? Almost as exciting. Okay. I that, went to. Jackson, Alabama? Hard to beat that. Yeah. I went to the Magic Kingdom on Saturday. Oh, nice. I took, the, I took a day trip down to Disney World and uh, went with all the crowds in a packed uh, Magic Kingdom. So that was my weekend. Pretty similar to Jacksonville. Is, uh, is that crowded at this time of year in February? Yeah. yeah, there was some like cheerleading convention or something there. So it was packed. They got a cool app now where you can go on the app and it shows you like the wait times of all the rides. So yeah. I was able to like navigate through that so we didn't have any huge wait times. Oh, that's nice. So we were able to get all the rides we wanted to and the longest wait was maybe 30 minutes. What was so the best was ride good. you went on? Um, hmm. Well, I, I get made fun of, but my favorite ride there is the Carousel of Progress. Because mm-hmm. the Magic Kingdom's a lot of s- slower rides. But that's a nice like look back at like technology and how much technology changes in one person's lifetime. Do they update that thing, or is that the same as when we went on there? They update it rarely. It's very rarely updated. Okay. So I feel it's like still a ride that should be updated appropriately. As yeah, it's not, it's, and that's kind yeah. of what makes it cool is how it's how little it's it's been updated since 1956 or whatever. So I always like that show ride, and then. Um, I got on the teacups, which I absolutely hate. Yes. And yeah, you have PTSD from a childhood experience with teacups. No, I'm telling you, there is cups. no ride in America that spins as bad as the teacups at Walt Disney World. Okay. I got sick instantly on this thing spinning around. I don't, as, th- as, as, the old, as a young person, I love the teacups. As an old person... I mean, I'll spin my kids around two times and two. I'll feel queasy. I, I can't do spinning rides, and I'm too—that's a young man's game. I, as soon as it rides. starts moving, I get queasy. Yeah. I sent you guys a nice video, like, "Hey, look, I'm happy." As soon as I didn't look at the camera, I want to vomit. Yeah. It's the worst ride in America, no, I and I don't know why. I want a spinning ride in my life. I can again. do the I'm spinning rides. I can do the spinning rides at Six Flags, King's Dominion, whatever. I can do all the others. I cannot handle the teacups at Walt Disney World. Mm. I don't get it. And I'll never do it again. It was so such a bad experience. Well, I'm glad you faced down your fears and did it, Josh. Good for you. Yep. I really hope this lockout shuts down so we can have start talking baseball. I really want to start like breaking down the uh, Orioles roster and kind of true expectations for this year for rotation and positions and how we can do all this and and yeah. and who's getting invited to spring training. But we can't do any of this with the lockout going on. Yeah. I mean, I, I really hope, and I would argue this before, like I really hope that our rotation isn't set. <laughs> I, I, I hope the five starters we're talking about now, whether it's, you know, we're talking about uh, Jordan Lyles and John Someone Hees can't be on this team. And Bruce Zimmerman and Keegan Aiken like I, and Dean Kramer. Like I hope, yeah, I hope there's some more competition there so we can push out at Dean Kramer or at least like make him earn his spot. Yeah. Like, there's no world that these guys should just walk in and be starters on our rotation. They should have to at least earn their spot to have some more competition there. And I'm so pumped right. to see guys who are on the 40-man, like D.L. Hall and Cod Bradish, and it's a shame. I don't know how this works, but, I, I mean, I guess we can't see them um, as long as lock continues. I'm, I'm excited and happy that we can still have a minor league season no matter what happens with the, with, with the major league season. I mean, I think it's, what, April 8th or something. I think the minor league season starts no matter what, so... That's at least encouraging. But, yeah, um, they need to at least show progress here so we can get some hope and start. Yeah, because what needs to happen is the lockout needs to end, and then we need to start signing free agents. And I think the Orioles will sign two or three or four free agents that will be on the 40-man roster. I don't think they'll be superstars, but I think they'll be free agents that will be part of this team, uh, part of the major league team. And so that needs to happen. And 
Um, it feels silly talking about, you know, position battles when we don't even have a spring training to talk about. Yeah, and you know, and I don't know. This could get this could get really bad because I think if it right now we got a lockout. There's no strike. It's a lockout, yeah. and it's silly. It just means the owners lock the players out. And it's the offseason still. If, and it's the offseason. So whatever. But if Major League Baseball tries to keep rolling with the minor league season, you could see that shift from a lockout to a strike, and there's a good chance the minor league players will join in on the strike because they're going to be part of that union soon, so they want to support that. But if they don't, so it, and instead take the position of the major leaguers, we could have one of the best teams in baseball. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. All right. All right. I hear what Imagine you're saying. A world where the major league players and that, are all locked out, they strike. And that would, right. We get the replacement and, players in the minor leaguers, and now all of a sudden we're a pretty good baseball team. And that would come down to my suggestion of we don't do replacement players. We just bring up the Norfolk Tide to play all their games in Camden Yards wearing Oriole uniforms. Yeah, which would probably be more entertaining than the major league squad anyway. So yeah. let's go and give us a better chance to win. Let's go. True. So maybe that's best case scenario. I I don't know. Get it done. <laughs> I want something to talk about next week. Yeah. All right. Well, at least get, at least get closer. Let's get closer. At least feels like you're on the same page. At least or, talk, please. Just yeah, negotiate. Get in the, the same room together to start with. Yeah. But, all right. Well, Josh, we'll talk next week. Hopefully I hope some more so. Positive news. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you. <laughs> I don't know what else is going on. Yeah, so I never even wished Emily happy Valentine's Day. Is that bad? I don't. Are you care supposed about to do that? Are you supposed to do that know. now? I've been married for how many years? Are you supposed to still say Happy Valentine's Day? Am I supposed to give yeah. her a card? Is that something you're still supposed to do? Mm. I don't think so. I think. No. Am I supposed to give her chocolates? We've been married forever. No, it's a waste of time. It's Val. It's Valentine's Day. It's a made-up holiday. Yeah, we do. We do stuff for our kids. We say, "Hey, kids, here's a special heart heart plate to have your breakfast done." We do stuff for okay. the kids. Well, um. If you were supposed to still get your wife chocolates and cards, um, let me know. I've got a nice divorce lawyer when you need them. Okay. Well, if I, I haven't found out yet, but like <laughs> like I said, we have a three-week-old, so we really don't even talk anymore. <laughs> right, right. You're a little busy so, now to think about yourselves. So I don't think anyone even even cares. I don't think you can even recognize about as they happen, except for Emily always makes a big deal about holidays with the kids. But no, right. I, I, think no, I think you're good. Yeah, I think, I think you're good. good. Get our president's day card next week. Yeah, well, I'll do something really special for, for St. Patty's Day. I have to work uh, on President's Day now. What an outrage. Because of all these snow days we're having, we were supposed to have it off. Now we have to work. You guys are having a bunch of snow days. Yeah. That's true. So, And they took away a day from our spring break, too. It's outrageous. Uh, outrageous. <laughs> anyway. All right. Um, <laughs> Let's get out of here. Yeah, let's get out of here before I start talking about QACPS calendar days. Um, yeah, exactly. We need stuff for next week. Yeah, I'll save that for next week. Calendar talk. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Section336. You can follow also follow me on Twitter. Um, I don't know what my Twitter handle is. That's what you just said. It's my Twitter handle is at Section336. You just said, no, follow no, me on, you said follow me on I'm Twitter at Section336. You can also follow me on Twitter. I don't know what my Twitter handle is. Did I mention I have a three-week-year-old three, week, a three week year old baby and I'm not getting much sleep? On TikTok, you can follow Section336 show. You yeah. can also follow Dr. Soroka's Corner. There we go. Um, and then I am Josh Soroka on everything. On everything. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Grindr, whatever you want. It's all there. It's all there. Um, Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. And go baseball. Get it done. And we really don't care what they hate
Download Upside and start getting cash back wherever you roll. It's like having your own hype man. Get an average of 17% cash back at restaurants. Oh, it's dinner time. Average of 13% on groceries. Get those groceries. 10 cents per gallon average cash back on gas. It's go time. Plus, cash back at participating convenience stores too. Stacks on stacks. Users can earn hundreds of dollars a year, three times more than other apps. Upside, show me that money. All right, we get it. Get it. It's easy. Just sign up for the free Upside app and start getting cash back for doing you. Download the free Upside app and use promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Get cash back for doing you with the free app from Upside. When it's time for an adventure on the open highway, one quick call to American Family Insurance gets you headed in the right direction. Our travel peace of mind package is there if you encounter a bump in the road. From roadside assistance to rental car coverage, we have you covered. Find a local agent or get a quote at amfam.com. American Family Insurance. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.